Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, hello, and welcome to the New Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Case.Kenny on Instagram, and this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone, and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Right. Welcome to episode 138. And I'm excited for this episode in particular because if I think about it, what I want to talk about here really kind of encapsulates why I started this podcast in the first place and why I'm so passionate about it, why I'm so excited to do it each and every day and why I'm so excited and possibly annoying (laughs) with promoting it every day and telling you to subscribe, rate and review every day and tell your friends every day and all that. That reason being that I found such incredible power in talking about and encouraging people, you, to open up, to to be real with yourself, homie, to ask yourself the right questions so that then you can come up with more answers in your life, answers to show you what you're capable of, the people who are right for you, people who are wrong for you, what truly makes you happy and fulfilled, the whole thing, just answers to life. That's what the pod has always been about, pushing you and pushing myself to open up, to be vulnerable, to be real with what you feel in your heart and to then just take that out into the world and live it. That's what it's always been about. And today I want to talk about this idea specifically because I think it's so powerful. So I want to talk about opening up, how to open up, how to open yourself up, how to be vulnerable to the world around you. And what would a pod be without a sick meme reference? So here's one I saw I saw on Instagram the other day. It's of a dentist standing over a guy, uh, her patient, and she goes, "Okay, open up." And the guy just goes, "Well, you know, sometimes I I get sad." <laughs> like instead of opening his mouth, he opens up about how he feels. Right? Get it? <laughs> opening up. That's what I want to talk about in this episode. And I'll start by talking about why I think this is so important. 
Like truly, I, I think if there is any like any one thing right now, if you had to prioritize one thing in your life right now, one thing for your personal growth, it would be this pushing, pushing yourself to open up because I've learned personally that amazing, magical things really do happen when you do this and vulnerably speaking, personally speaking, you know, we're friends, right? <laughs> uh, like this, this is something that I've always struggled with opening up, opening up in relationships, definitely uh, with friends. Yep. With family, yeah, family even. At the dentist, sure, <laughs> just struggled. Like, I've never been a wear my heart on my sleeve kind of guy. I've never been the kind of person to immediately or even after a while say how I really feel to tell, like, my story, to tell, like, my real story, who I really am. You know, just like a lot of people, I've always just kind of had my guard up. I've always had two sides to me, if you will, the person that I was with other people friends, relationships, and then the person that I was in my head and behind closed doors. And, you know, not some like Jekyll and Hyde freaky shit, but just just two different people. Both were, you know, pretty chill dudes, funny, outgoing, down to clown. But on the inside, I was just, and I don't, I don't even know, it's, it's hard to describe, like just different, just more, more compassionate, more vulnerable, more insightful, more emotional, more motivated, all these different things. But I never let that person, that aspect of me, those aspects of myself live out loud. Like never, like I never opened up. I never wanted to let myself appear weak or soft. You know, I rarely talked about how I felt. Just let my real self shine. Never let my freak flag fly, for lack of a better term. And honestly, that that kind of really came to bite me in the ass. Like it made relationships tough. It made connecting with people on a deep, genuine level difficult. And that that was frustrating, man. Like I had this, I had this great, this entire amazing dude inside wanting to come out to play, but for some reason I never let him out. And I think you can probably relate to this, if you're honest, like opening up. We, we don't do it. We hold back. We don't say what we feel, what we really feel. We don't allow ourselves to be emotional to say what we're really feeling, to be like, yeah, you know what? I am sad or I am lonely or I am scared of this thing. I am insecure about this thing. We, we, we just don't do that. We don't do it because it's scary, like for real, like straight up real talk. Like life can be a real bitch sometimes. People can really suck. And it's like through those experiences in our lives, we just come to learn how much we can be hurt when we open up. Like rejection has hurt us. Other people have hurt us when they laugh at us. People when they don't understand us, that's hurt us. And so like life has done this thing where it's kind of taught us that it's just easier to be one foot in and one foot out. Just like I have a shield up, like a shell over who we really are a wall between our innermost feelings and then the outer world. Feel me? You know what I'm talking about here? Again, I think we all do this. You know, we say to ourselves, ah, you know, it's just easier this way. I'll be safer this way if I just stay quiet or alone. You know, I can't be hurt this way or betrayed or looked at weird. So that's kind of where we're at. You know, it's tough for us to open up. Even now, it's 2019, I think a lot of us are still hesitant to like even see a therapist, for example. And that's like the most, the safest environment in which you can open up. But we're still hesitant to do this. We're hesitant to open up to everyone and anyone. And like I said, I, I used to be this way big time. And I'm still far from perfect big time, far from it. But 
a couple years back, like honestly, I just got sick and tired of this, like almost angry with it, sick and tired of the same old dog and pony show of being one person in my head, another person out in, in life. I'm sick and tired of not opening up, not letting my freak flag fly, not saying how I feel, what I wanted, not letting aspects of myself shine, not not letting it shine. And and why? Question mark. Because I was scared of of appearing soft or vulnerable or weak. Like that was what I asked myself. And then I I remember being like, fuck it. Like fuck it. I, I literally remember that. It was it was like two years ago after a particularly bad breakup. And in that moment, I looked back and like kind of diagnosed what had happened in that relationship. And I was like, shit, you know what? I never opened up. I never did. Like I took a real L there because I never opened up. And it was more than that. Like I, I didn't open up in the relationship or at with friends or at work or out and about. Not in my writing and my creative outlets. Like nada, zip, zero, zilch. Like I, I had been protecting myself. Like I'd been hiding. I was not being real or open. And I grew to like hate that feeling. I just felt ashamed for for like hiding. Like what the fuck, man? Like you're going to have this whole side of you, this real, authentic, kind, soft side of you. And you're going to keep it under wraps because why? Why exactly? Because you're afraid of of being hurt. Because you're afraid of people not understanding you. Because you're afraid of not fitting in. Because you're afraid of looking overly emotional or too sensitive. And I was just like, fuck that. You know, fuck that. <laughs> like, I remember this moment. I remember it. And since then, I, I've re- worked really, really hard on opening up. Opening up. And it's been amazing, honestly. I think I've grown so, so, so much over the past two years as a result of prioritizing this. It's like supercharged the the man that I've, I'm becoming. It's like spinach for Popeye. Like, I've grown so much through this just by making it my goal to open up. And that's what I want to talk about here really quickly in simple terms, what it means to open up, why it's important, how to do it, or rather how I've done it. I can only talk from my experience, from what I've done. And so, I'll tell you that. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I've done. And the first thing was I, I what's the phrase? Stuffed my sorries in a sack. <laughs> Isn't that the phrase? Like I said, I said, F it, first of all. And then I made the decision to stop being afraid of possibly overwhelming other people. I made the decision to stop being afraid that, oh, if I, if I was too real, if I was too weird or too emotional or too vulnerable, that it would somehow scare people off, that it would intimidate someone or that it would be too much, too extra, that opening up would come back and bite me because it would come off as weak or soft or damaged or whatever. And instead, I decided to embrace what I think opening up is all about and I think this is particularly helpful because I've always known that opening up is a good thing. We all know this. We're all told this. Duh. But like, what does that actually mean? What does opening up actually mean? Does it just mean saying what's on your mind? Does it just mean dropping your filter? Nah, nah. I think it's a lot more than that. It's more than just being super outgoing or goofy or friendly. It's about being present and real with yourself being sensitive and soft and emotional that's what it's about and, and strap in here because i'm laughing because as much as i am the your resident dude bro guy and i like to keep things light and fun and listen to banging house music i think this is super 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 important to recognize that opening up is a big deal it's a big deal for you it's a big deal for me it's a big deal to help you get to become the person you want to become opening up 
means allowing people to know you below the surface of, of who you are when you're out with friends or joking at the office or whatever. It means going deep. It means showing your real character, who you really are in your heart. And that person, I don't know you, but that person is soft. That person is vulnerable. That person is sensitive. That person shows what you're really thinking, what you're really feeling, what you've been through. That person shows where you've been hurt, where it still hurts, the insecurities you carry with you. That person, you know, figuratively opens their closet and shows where the skeletons are hidden. It just means communicating those things, all those things, instead of hiding them. You call it wearing your heart on your sleeve if you want. But honestly, it just it means letting yourself just run a little bit more wild, allowing yourself to take up space, allowing yourself to be seen, to be soft. Like to me, that's what it means. It means no longer living two lives as two people. It means bringing those people together and being true to that one person. AKA letting your freak flag fly, as I called it here. And I, I've seen what, what happens when you do this. Because again, the, the alternative is how a lot of us have been living. Like we live in this state of uh, frustration, is a good word for it, where there's this tension between who we really are, again, the things we feel, the things we want, the way we're wired, and the person that we allow to shine through, that nice, buttoned up, polite, fun, strong, patient person. There's tension there between those two people. Like we want to, certainly we want to let that inner vulnerable, real kind person shine through. But as I've said, and as you know, it's, it's tough and we rarely do it. And so, the result is that we kind of become desperate, become desperate to connect with people. We become hungry for fulfillment and happiness. And it's all because we don't allow ourselves to fully embrace the way we really are. And that results in a struggle to often connect with the world around you. Like I just said, like I referenced the way I used to be. So, again, the result is that we become kind of desperate and needy for people, for feelings. And that in turn, I think, leads us to the wrong people, the wrong experiences, wrong like careers even. Because instead of letting our realness or our hearts lead us and communicating that, we just float and then we end up in relationships or with friends or doing things, picking up habits that we think make us happy, but who's to say they're right for us because we're never fully real? Like, yikes, that's a heck of a question. And I don't want to be in a position to have to answer that. So here's what I've come to realize that I think can help you. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. 
Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Quince. And I'm a pretty simple guy, a man of simple pleasures, but I do occasionally like to dress up and step out. And that's why I'm excited to work with Quince to help me elevate my style without breaking the bank. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And that's why their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they have all the must-haves like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow knit activewear. Quince was kind enough to hook me up with a sick gold Cuban bracelet and a really stylish performance flow knit t-shirt. Really my style, simple but with a pop of luxury, and as advertised, it was very affordable. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash new mindset for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash new mindset to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash new mindset. Ask yourself this, how long are you willing to wait? How long are you willing to continue to stay so far away from who you really are? Like, ask yourself, don't, don't you personally intuitively believe that life has plans for you, people that are meant for you, experiences that in the future will mold you for the better? It's a yes or no question. <laughs> I think the answer is yes. Yes, absolutely. I think it's hard to say anything but yes here. Yes. Well, then realize that closing yourself off, closing your heart off is not going to get you closer to those things, to those people. It's not. I'm telling you, it's not. Like, personally, you're not going to grow staying alone and isolated and closed off. You know, doing that just so you're comfortable and safe and you're not being hurt. I think that's like, oh, man, beat myself up for doing this. Like, it's such a facepalm decision we're all making. Settling for someone in a relationship because that person is just fine with you being closed off or settling for someone who isn't going to push you to be open, settling for just being okay with only being your true self behind closed doors or in your head. Like, fuck that. Like, seriously, I want you to get to a point in your life where you accept that opening up, loving, being real, that that's a risk you're willing to take. Not even that, like it's a risk you have to take where you're willing to lose, where you're willing to be broken again if necessary, where you answer the question, hey, how are you? Honestly, where you say what you want in a relationship, where you talk openly about what scares you, what, how you're feeling, your insecurities, your past, all that. Like, I want you to do that because you realize and you believe that the alternative of never loving or never hurting is not where you want to be as a person. It's not. And here's a really, really beautiful way I saw it written about the power of opening up, about what happens when you open your heart. I, I googled vulnerable quotes and I saw this, but it really slaps. I love this. It says, your heart is never handed back to you the same way it was given. It bleeds and pumps a little differently. It is colored by everything you wouldn't have had the opportunity to experience had you kept it to yourself all along. Like, I love that. That's beautiful, right? Like, that's the power of opening up. When you open up, you, you change. It's inevitable. It's unavoidable. You allow yourself to change. You allow yourself to grow. You allow yourself to grow when you show your heart and just let it be molded. Like, I love this idea. So, where, where am I going with all this? Like, how do you practically, realistically push yourself to open up? How do you become real and honest and soft and vulnerable and all these things I'm referencing? 
well, I've said it a couple of times here and I laugh each time I say it, but I think you need to let your freak flag fly. <laughs> That's it. I seriously think that the best way to start opening up kind of like baby steps to getting yourself to naturally open up in bigger and more vulnerable ways is to be weird, to be a freak, to be freaky naughty, <laughs> whatever. I'm, I'm talking about literally just being weird and unfiltered, weird, eccentric, loud, Weird, weird, just weird. I'm, I'm telling you, the more you do this, the easier it becomes to then really truly open up because you'll realize that there are parts of you that you hide out of fear. But in reality, it's, it's not so scary once you let them out in the open. Or as my friend Danny likes to say, once you walk out like a dog, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm talking about. Being weird. Start with your little quirks, your little eccentricities, and stupid dad jokes. Let them out and you'll see that it feels incredibly freeing, really, really freeing. And then more and more, you'll start sharing bigger, deeper things from inside you. You'll start sharing how you feel, like how you really feel. Not how good, how are you? How you really feel, what you want. Talking about things that used to hurt you, how you feel, whatever, about anything. Like, I'm, I'm serious that this really, really works. Um, and here's a, here's a stupid story for you. And please don't <laughs> take this as a reflection of who I am. It's a fine print here. But the other week, I was out at a bar in Chicago. Uh, I don't know, call it around midnight. So, it was a little bit late. But in context is important here. Uh, this day in particular, I'd, I'd been out all day uh, starting around noon on my friend's boat. And we, we had been drinking all day. Okay, mom, there I said it. We've been drinking, talking, tossing back quite a few white claws, uh, quite a few in retrospect. And it, it wasn't like a drunken falling over kind of deal. It was just, you know, some classic Chicago day drinking that then extended into the evening. And at this point, I was at this bar around midnight with my buddy Eddie and then our couple friends, our couple friends, Lex and Dave. And Eddie and I are, are just a couple of goofy boys in general. And especially when we've been drinking all day, we're just nonstop giggles. Uh, and we're big fans of Dave. Like he's a musician. He's just, he's just a cool guy. We're big fans of him. Like anytime we're always like, oh, Dave, we love Dave, Dave. That's just the way it is. A cool guy. Uh, anyway, that's important background because apparently at some point, uh, the security guy at the, the bar we were at came up to Lex and was like, hey, uh, are you with those two guys there? Uh, pointing at Eddie and myself and was like, yeah. And he goes, eh, we can't serve them anymore. Go, Why? He goes, because they've obviously had a lot to drink, but also like they're just acting weird. Like, why are they standing so close to that guy <laughs> pointing to Dave? And I think he was kind of joking with that. Uh, but to me, like, that's so, so funny. Uh, and I mentioned that because it's funny that their issue with us wasn't that we were like falling over or starting a bar fight or like drunk, stupid stuff, but rather that we, <laughs> rather that we were just acting weird, not like creepy weird, but just like, why are those guys acting so weird? And in retrospect, sure, I probably should have called it a night earlier, but I'll take being called weird any day because I think that's the best small step you can take towards really fully opening yourself up in big ways to just be weird, like to tell that stupid joke, to do that stupid dance, to do the dice thing too much, to, to, to stand too close to your homie. I don't know. So, just be weird and own it. Doing And doing that might not sound like much. You might be like, well, duh, everyone says to be weird, own, own who you are. But when you do it, it's you being more vulnerable than you really are. It's you making a decision. You're making a decision to not filter yourself. 
and, and do this sober, by the way, P.S. <laughs> but like it's a step in the right direction towards practicing real vulnerability in your life. It's a step towards really, truly opening up, like actually opening up. It's a step towards realizing that being who you really are, sharing what you really feel, sharing the things that make you insecure or hurt you, it's not going to bounce back at you like you think it is. It's not going to push people away. It's not going to push the right people away. It's not going to push opportunities away. It's actually going to bring them to you. And I'm so serious when I say that. Um, It it sounds good. It sounds good in theory. But the more in my life, particularly in the past few years, the more that I open up, the more great things come into my life. Not even kidding. People, purpose, money, like they keep coming into my life. They're just like showing up. It's like poof. And I really do think that's because of this realness, this being honest, this sense of vulnerability that I've really leaned into saying how you really feel, saying how someone hurt you, saying how you're insecure about something, telling that story like I did two episodes ago about how I was on a date and the girl gave me the the old, oh, got to go feed my dog, bye, <laughs> like doing that, telling your dentist you're sad, <laughs> whatever, I'm kidding, but like being vulnerable. Seriously, the more you do this, you just attract the right things and people into your life. Like I almost can't explain it. I'm certainly a testament to this. The the podcast, my writing, that's me being incredibly vulnerable. And look at what that's done for me. My my friendships now also are just so much tighter and more real because I say what I feel. Relationships, dating, like it's still annoying, but it's stress-free for me because I'm I'm clear and upfront and I say what I feel. There's just like, there's no more overthinking. There's no more having my guard up so much. There's no more Case Kenny 1 and Case Kenny 2. There's just me. There's me being weird, like really weird to start. And now I'm just more vulnerable and open in general. It's like who I am. Being real, saying what I feel, being emotional, opening up. Like these are all the things that I used to hide. And I'd love for you to experience the power of this too. I'd love for you to to realize that you don't need to be scared that opening up is going to push people away or opportunities away. It's not. Far, far from it. And I'd love for you to see what happens when you open up and live your life like this. I'd love for you to see what happens when you open up and live your life with, with hunger in your heart, with peace in your soul and fire in your eyes, knowing that you have nothing to hide. That the right people will never be overwhelmed or judgmental of your realness, your softness, your past, your present or the space you take up. So I'd say start by letting your freak flag fly, open yourself up and let your quirks shine. And then I'm confident you'll find it so much easier to then open up in bigger ways. So that's it. I'm going to end it right there. I hope you found this valuable. As always, I'd love it. I'd be grateful and humbled if you'd share this episode with someone, share it with your realist, most expressive, weird, down-to-earth friend. Tell them you're proud of them for always opening up and encouraging you to do the same or share it with your homie who could use this reminder who might find it helpful. Let me know what you think on Instagram. If you could spare two minutes, you can drop a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, iTunes. I would be so thankful. And always thank you for the support. It really does mean a lot. The the support, the DMs, the tags, the sharing really does mean a lot to me. So thank you so much. And until next episode, I'm out.
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.